0: Episode 59 for January 2009. The Spider-Man Crawlspace podcast is sponsored by mailordercomics.com. They're an online leader in comic book subscriptions and they offer monthly discounts of 38 up to 75% off the cover price of new comics and trade paperbacks. An example of these amazing prices is Ultimate Spider-Man number 132. The cover price is $2.99. Mail order has it for $1.85. So check them out at mailordercomics.com and tell them the Crawl sent you. We're going to do uh, this month in Spider-Man history. We're going back to January 1999. Uh, Spidey Dude, how old were you in
1: 1999? In 1999? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I was
2: 12. 12? Okay. Uh, Kevin, how old were you in 1999? I was 12, which I think means Zach was 11. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, well wait, wait. I was going to turn be turning twelve. Wow. Yeah, but
0: we're talking yeah, about January
2: here, buddy. 20. It's this month, not this year. Uh, okay, shut up. <laughs> uh, this is I our new second
0: about... This is math. Spider math.
2: <laughs> All you gotta do I is just... take what you are now and shave ten years off. It's not that hard. Exactly. <laughs>
3: I just hope we're talking about ages and years and not, uh, something else in inches.
0: Oh my, (laughs) oh my
3: goodness. (laughs)
0: Wow, she's feeling better. Uh, (laughs) Spider Girl, how old were you in 1999?
3: I would have been 12 as well.
0: Oh wow. JR, how old were you 10 years ago? I was a young 35. Ah, I was 24, 23. 23. Okay, anyway, back in 1999 of January, Uh, Marvel rebooted Spider-Man. Doesn't that sound familiar? With uh, Volume 2, Number 1, or if you go by the original numbering, it's Number 442. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man had Howard Mackey writing. We had John Byrne as the artist. And on the cover, you have The Legend is Reborn. You have Scorpion and a very...
1: Begins anew. Let's get it right.
0: And the name of the the story was uh, Where Are... Just the letter R, U... Letter U, Spider Man, and uh this is under the whole Chapter One era, ten years ago, and uh, there was Maddie Franklin was appearing in the Spider Man suit. That I don't think that's a spoiler. It's ten years old now.
4: Yeah, we didn't know that yet, but yeah. Exactly.
0: We had uh, we had one, two, three, four, five variants. Speaking of variants, again, we had five variants. You had the alternate Sunburst cover by John Byrne. You had the Alternate Dynamic Forces covered by John Romita Jr., the Alternate Authentics covered by John Romita Jr., and Authentics, The ba- well, I guess that's only four variants that <laughs> I'm looking at. Okay. Also this month, we had Spider-Man Volume 2, Number 1, which is one of my all-time favorite John Romita Jr. covers. Uh, again, we had Howard Mackey as the writer and John Romita Jr. doing the main artwork. And also this month of January nineteen ninety nine, Web Spinners number one with a story by JMD Mateus and horrible artwork by Michael Zuli. God Uh, bless that was horrible artwork. JR, can you attest to this? Yes, it was bad, horrible (laughs) artwork. But what saved that issue was the kiss ten issue backstory in Web Spinners number one by JMD Mateus and John Romita Sr. of the. It's called the. The Kiss which was the night before Gwen Stacy died which was a very good book. And also this month you had chapter 1 number 3 written by John Byrne, artist John Byrne, inker John Byrne, cover John Byrne, letterer John Byrne and piece of crap John Byrne. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, uh, let's hit Jr., our historian. What do you remember about this month ten years ago, my friend?
4: Oh, I remember it was a bad, bad month. Yes, uh, <laughs> we we were we were just coming off of the uh, the, the disaster that was the final chapter, right? And uh, any hope, any hope at all that this new era of Spider-Man would. Uh, would help redeem what had gone before, or would help establish a new highs for the character, was immediately, immediately uh, shot to hell uh, <laughs> by, shot to- by by reading these thoroughly mediocre issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, uh, I mean, the 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 thing I remember most about the the first issue was that we met all of those uh, lame characters from Trico. <laughs> I mean, we yes. had everybody had this nice big introduction, and of course, within a year, they were all gone. I mean, they were virtually never referenced again, anyway. But we had this big introduction scene, and then, of course, they were all uh, they were all gone. But it was just a thoroughly mediocre story, anyway. Uh It just, you know, for a number one, I mean, it should have been slam bang, something important happening, a great issue. But for one, I mean, he wasn't even Spider-Man. I mean, because uh, he was mm-hmm. retired uh at the time he'd been out of action for several months so we didn't even see him as spider-man we saw one of his b-list villains and of course we had all these uh you know these famous uh howard uh howard Mackey subplots that were all starting uh i think see i don't think senator ward started in this one i think he started oh, oh,
1: in Oh yeah no, yeah he did oh,
4: he yeah, did he start did. in this one okay yeah. so we we had that and we had the whoever whoever it was who uh uh, hyped up the scorpion, you know, serve us well, uh, and I think that turned out to be Captain Power, but they never definitively stated that. But that's also the that's also the time that they tried to sell us on this crappy, crappy yes. revised origin, yes. where both he and Doctor Octopus were uh, were caught in this open this radiation ex- this explosion, and uh, he was subsequently bitten by a spider after this explosion. And, uh, you know, he spent several weeks in the hospital and he slowly recovered and, you know, and then all of a sudden he noticed he had spider powers, mm-hmm. but, uh, but he and Doc Ock were created by the same accident as well as, as we soon learned, Captain Power, uh, <laughs> another, another classic villain, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't been seen in 10 years, <laughs> who hasn't been seen since volume two, number 10, Yeah. uh, and, uh and then lately when you think chapter 1 was just another uh, oh, uh, abortion man. i mean it was a it was an <laughs> inter- oh, it was, a, it, was, a, it, was a, it was an interesting concept on paper to go back and say okay well here's how the story of spider-man was originally fell out why don't we just go back and kind of reorder the pieces now that we know how the story played out you know i was actually kind of interested in the concept you know because you know now we know that norman osborn was the you know turned out to be the green goblin and we know uh you know various other things uh you know who the big man was and uh, and everything like that, and we know a little bit more about Jonah and stuff, so why't do we just go back and pretend like we all, we actually knew all that stuff and kind of retell the story from there? Right. It was an interesting idea, but it was completely it was completely botched on the execution, uh partially because we had to have this whole crappy redoing the origin, and then we had all the the the, the, the horrible costume redesigns yeah i mean uh, how ma- how many of those redesigns survived? None. None. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> it was just, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm beginning to ramble here. but no, no, just, you're doing great. You're doing great. It was just a bad, bad month. And, and uh, it was only, it was only, and this here, here's the real problem. It was only the beginning! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, let, let's not do February 99 or March 99 or okay. April 99 because it'll only get more depressing as we go. All we're right, I'll,
0: I'll go farther back next month, but uh, hit, hit up Web Spinners. I, I like the idea of an anthology Spider Man book, but man, Zuli on issue one was just horrible.
4: Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've got mixed feelings on, on Untold Tales. I mean, uh, unless they really. Uh, uh, you know the Mysterio one that that started out this issue was uh it was okay, but it was another one of J.M. Uh, uh trying to uh, humanize the the supervillain a little bit. Yeah. you know, he tried to create this bond between Peter and and Quentin Beck. You know that they were both. Uh, you know, they both sat in the movie theater together and began to bond. Mm-hmm. I just kind of thought that was a little bit over the top. I mean, he doesn't have to bond with each of his supervillains. I mean, can't he just like have supervillains just to beat up and beat around? And you know, <laughs> we we don't have to like or understand every one of them. You know, I mean, some of them are. Just just straw man to beat up. So, right. But uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, Stella, were you reading books ten years ago? With
0: us? Uh, no, I over? don't
3: think I was, no. Okay.
0: Zach, were you picking up Chapter I, 1 this time?
1: I was. Uh, okay. This was, this was during a time where my 11-, 12-year-old mind was yeah. just completely disenfranchised with what was going on in Spidey. At this point, I was not going to a comic shop. I was actually getting it from a bookstore, the books.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, really, uh, you know, first of all, Senator Ward, who gives, uh, let's just, let's just name off some names. Senator Ward, the, uh, the Ranger, yeah, I think it was his name, The Ranger. Uh, let me, let me make sure I'm quoting that right, because I don't want to sit there and have people go back and be like, oh, it's not the guy. It's, uh, yeah, The Ranger, the Senator Ward, which, by the way, Jr. was right. It was not. It, he didn't make an appearance till uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man.
0: Maybe Senator uh, Ward is miss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, didn't yeah, he, he blow up or something?
1: Yeah, I think he became an alien. He became reason. an
0: alien and blew up. I think.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, we, there's some good plots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this was. I mean, this is. a lot of people, in Jr. I think referenced this in the Bland New Day, uh, fantastic Bland New Day uh, article. But you know, we get this re- new, all new, all different Scorpion that supposedly is supposed to be a badass, but apparently it just failed epically. Uh, Mary Jane is 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 portrayed as a, a whiny bitch, I and mean, that's <laughs> the best way of describing her. Aunt May is the old, coddery, <laughs> <laughs> Good Peter Parker. Peter, Peter Parker, this love, this this. Unrelatable
2: Loser. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Peter Parker and his bitches. Yeah. uh,
0: Uh, It was just a bad time, dude, all the way around.
1: It it really was. The value of it now, uh, interestingly enough, at near mint is $6, which I can't understand why. Uh, The only good cover, there's two good covers in this month, Mm -hmm. or three. The Amazing Spider-Man cover with the John Romita Sr. Uh, inking over his son's artwork. Yeah, I the love one. That one. The, the one that, uh, that you've described, Brad, as your favorite John Romita Sr. cover. And uh, the on the Web Spinners, co- uh, uh, Dynamic Forces cover, I think is what it was, with John Romita Sr. drawing uh, Spider-Man with his back to to Peter and Gwen holding each other. It's got Dave Matias' uh, signature. Another thing I want to reference is during this time, you know, we were, they're were retooling Amazing Spider-Man, and they were re- doing the re- Heroes Reborn and the Return and all that good stuff. So we got these Sunburst covers, which whoever whoever's idea it was for these Sunburst covers is just <laughs> stupid. It's just it was I was I was like, what's the point? It's oh, uh, Peter Parker is swinging in the cloud somehow, some way, and he's kicking the air yeah. on the Amazing Spider-Man uh, cover. And it's got Peter Parker leaping into the air with the sunburst cover. It just was painfully bad. This was this was a prime example of the decadence of the 90s, and really the, the and what really before brand new day was quote unquote the death of Spider-Man. Between between this period and the JMS period, there was this was a dead area. I mean, it's, yeah. for, for most people, it's dead to them. They don't want to reference it ever again. Right. And Captain Power and all the issues that ever referenced <laughs> the uh, <laughs> reference the. The uh, chapter, Max, yeah. chapter one reboot. Yeah,
2: we're we're gonna just tell everybody those took place in an alternate universe. Don't make. Don't Kevin,
0: make. were you reading this time?
2: I wasn't reading anything current, okay. uh, and I I have to admit I've never gone back and picked up those particular gems. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I do think it's interesting that uh, the way Jr. describes this was the the we have a first issue where we don't even see Spider-Man, but we get a B-list villain, and I'm thinking. Anybody remember the first issue of Brand New Day? Uh, Him looking for a job? We don't even see Spider-Man, but we get a B-list villain. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) On that note, let's go to our next topic uh, with Kevin. We're going to pimp issue four of Crawl Space, number four. It's up online if you want to check it out. It has Harry doing
2: some bad things.
0: (laughs) How's that for a tease?
2: (laughs) And that was only like three out of the 22 pages. (laughs) I know. He's
0: he's just a badass in three pages, i tell you.
2: He is, you know. And he goes by the name DeMathis, which makes me happy.
0: There you go. Pimp away, sir. Tell us about what you can expect in this issue or what's coming up.
2: Uh, Let's see. Number four had the Faceless Man taking the Daily Bugle hostage. We had Spider-Man facing the terrifying new villain, Mr. Clean, we uh, <laughs> saw the first meeting of Spider-Man and the Black Spider. Love and... love,
0: Mr. Clean, by the way.
2: <laughs> i glad it. you liked that. It was one of those funny little things I wanted to throw in. I wasn't sure I would go over, but yeah. it made me laugh, so I figured that was good enough. <laughs> um, lots of import to that Spider-Man Black Spider scene. That one was fun to write. Harry... Being hairy, being evil is a lot of fun, too. And in the end, we found out the identity of the faceless man. So next issue is going to show a lot of how that came about while also advancing things forward between especially the Grey Goblin and the Goblin King. And you're also going to find out the identity of the Black Spider next month. Uh, ETA of number five coming out. Um, Well, I got off my schedule this month, unfortunately. I still feel bad about that, so I don't have an exact date. But I'm shooting for pretty much the beginning of February, and if anybody wants to keep up to date on when an issue comes out, you can go onto our board, hit the user groups link at the top, and join the Crawl Space Comic user group, and I'll send out a mass email to the user group whenever a new issue shows up.
0: Sweet. You've been getting some great uh, reviews. I've seen it, and you've been getting a lot of people sending in fan art trying to draw your pages for you. I think that's very cool, too.
2: Yeah, there's been some really cool stuff. Um, Enigma this month. Mm-hmm. Put up a great image of Spider-Man and the Black Spider, and uh, B Dog, who was coloring Ted's covers, colored it, and he did a great job on the colors. It looks absolutely fantastic.
0: And Ted is gonna—he's uh, stepping down as the cover artist, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the variant cover is pers- who, who does the variant covers again?
2: Variant covers is Scott Larson. Scott—he's uh, a poster on the message board under the name Scooter.
0: Okay, okay. he's going to be doing and- the main covers. No. Yeah,
2: he's going to be the new regular cover artist. Um, I'm thinking of having some variants once in a while, but it's not going to be an every-time thing now. I'm saving them more for uh, bigger issues, and we'll feature some different artists. So I'm working on getting my first one, so we'll see how that pans out. And tell the listeners how they can read it. Well, they, you want to know <laughs>
0: they, they light up a SIG first, and then they go to the message
2: board. Yeah, <laughs> that is essential if you want to get the true experience. Uh, of course, you know... You're already on SpiderManCrawlspace.com because you're cool people. Exactly. So you're going to want to go to the message board, and there's a form on the message board called spider colon Crawlspace. And all the issues are in there as threads. They're clearly marked spider Crawlspace number, and whichever one's the current issue is always at the top. And if you haven't started reading, you can start reading at any time because I put a full recap at the top of every issue to get you caught up. So as long as you have really some familiarity with who and what Spider-Man is, you should be able to follow it just fine. Okay.
0: All right, uh wrap the show up with uh, recommendations. We haven't heard from <coughs> Spider-Girl in a while, except for the cough just now. But Sorry. Uh, <laughs> are you feeling a little bit better?
3: Uh, yeah, you know, after that echinacea, trying to get, yeah. There you go.
0: Well, what's your recommendations for the month? What do you got? What do you like?
3: Well, you know, to follow up, this is, this is, uh, time two for Stella recommends literature. And, uh, this time (laughs) I would, (laughs) please don't laugh at me. I will hurt. Um, (laughs) A Last Babylon by Pat Frank. Um, it takes place during the Cold War, and it actually follows, um, a family. Did you say A Last Babylon? Yes, alas. Read that, I've um, read
0: that book. I read that book in in uh, like the seventh grade. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean I remember But it's it. yes, and you don't need to be a seventh grader to read it. It's no, no, you know I, it has far reaching um implications. But it follows uh a nuclear attack by the Soviets right. and pretty much I mean, if you've seen Jericho, it kinda of follows the same lines, but it's really it's an it's a great book. There are some terrible um People that try to mimic it that don't work out, but I think if you were looking for anything like this, The Last Babylon is good. And I agree. Very good. We yes. we, we relate
0: on literature. Look at this. I, Yay. <laughs>
3: go ahead. Um, and I guess comic wise, I know Spider Man Loves Mary Jane just wrapped up and you know, I caught up with my reviews and it was very good. Um, the first issue I was a little let down, but it really got. Uh, much better, and of course, I gave my first five out of five, so I would just recommend checking that out, either volume two or volume one.
0: Okay. Uh, JR, what, what are you recommending this month?
4: Well, after, uh, after, uh, I don't know how many months, Battlestar Galactica is now finally back on the Sci Fi channel. Yes, well yeah. So, uh, and they started off with a good one here where they, uh, where, where they, uh, deal with the implications of apparently having finally found Earth. And, uh, if, uh, I won't spoil it for you if you haven't seen it, but needless to say, uh, if it really is Earth, it's nothing like they thought they were going to find. So this issue deals with the implications of that. And we also find out who the, the, uh, the last Cylon is. Oh, you which, do? Yeah. Yeah. Which, Really isn't that big a surprise. I kind of had this one pegged uh, some time back that this particular character was the, the final was was one of the Cylons. But you did? Uh, but, yeah, I yeah. was shocked. I okay. was
0: shocked. Don't tell me it's on my DVR. I still have to watch it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I the, the 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 shock for me was one of the other characters that turned out to be the Cylon, not this particular character. Okay. So uh, if if you know the two that I'm talking about, uh, uh, but. Uh, it's a, it was a good start uh, to the final ten episodes. I'm anxiously looking forward to uh, to uh, how it unfolds. Uh, and uh, there's uh it resolves some mysteries and it sets up some more. So uh, hopefully, so uh, unlike unlike Amazing Spider-Man, uh, <laughs> this actually does. It actually looks like it is going to resolve some of its subplots. So uh, I encourage everybody to uh, to go back on Friday nights at 10 p.m. on the Sci-Fi Channel and uh, catch Galactica.
0: They didn't uh, introduce uh, Adama's father, did they? (laughs) And get stuck in a uh, – never mind. I have a bad joke. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Spidey Dude, what's your recommendations for the month?
1: You know what? I didn't get to comment on Crawl Space number four. I'm going to recommend – Oh, you you have not read it yet. you've not read it yet. Okay. To read – Crawl Space Number Four. This book, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> uh, 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 not just because I know the guy, and you know I've only had been on the podcast with him for two years, but it, I am cons, i am twice as entertained in his single issue than I am in, in, in sometimes all three issues of Amazing Spider-Man. Um, really, um, I, I, Kevin, you're, you're doing a great job. Uh, Scott is doing a great job on the covers. You have me eagerly anticipating amazing spider man um you know every month, but even though it's not technically amazing spider man um,
0: <laughs>
1: i i i've just I, i'm giving you I'm, I'm giving you some some man love to to the books
0: <laughs> please no man love on the show my goodness, just check your PayPal account Kevin just put ten bucks in there. <laughs> Okay. Damn straight. Damn straight. Here, I, I skipped it earlier. Zach's just given us two cents. Jr., you said you caught up on Crawl Space up to number four. What do you What do you think of the book?
4: Well, I mean, but he killed Norman. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's <laughs> but, always going to have that problem. <laughs> but uh, <Yeah>. but <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've enjoyed reading it thus far because I'm, I'm curious as to where he's going to take it. I thought that uh, the idea of uh, Norman leaving Oscorp to Peter was a, was a masterstroke. I can hardly wait to see how that plays out. Uh, I'm even curious about the Black Spider. So, I mean, these are some. And, Considering the fact that Kevin has promised to actually answer some of his subplots that he's created, I'm uh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this uh, how this plays out. I'm just hoping that he has ideas past issues number 13 and beyond though, and he's not using up all of his good stuff in the first uh, six months or so. So, well, uh, thank
2: you guys, and I would like to assure you, I have a uh, I have a specific four-year plan right now with stuff oh. after that. So, we got plenty.
0: Stella, you, what's your thoughts on Crawl Space Four?
3: Uh I haven't had time to read it, sadly. Oh,
0: okay. she's been sick. She's been sick.
3: Uh I, I, I give it an
0: F because. Not kidding. <laughs> because, damn it, I could have thought of how to bring back Harry back better. Uh no, I'm just. Kidding. uh I give it an A. I give, I've given every issue an A because I, I like you, Kevin, and I like the book. So look, I like the writer and the book. But, uh, I, I, as I said in my review of it, uh, on the, uh, message board, uh, I really don't have any opinion of Gabriel Osborne. Is that his name? Uh,
2: Gabriel Stacy.
0: Stacy. Damn it, Os- Alan, Liz Allen, Stacy, they're all Osborns, damn it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, I,
3: I,
0: I, I don't have an opinion because Marvel didn't take the time to develop that character that they introduced, which I hope they don't have the same problem with J. Jonah Jameson Sr. But uh, they just uh, wiped his memory, put him on a beach, you're done. And that's the last we've seen of him. So it's pretty much a blank character for character uh, Kevin to play with. And it's yeah, cool.
2: it's, it, Marvel's done that favor for me a few times. I had Carly yeah. Cooper to just play with and build up her character, and it looks like I'm going in a different direction. So yeah. I kind of appreciate that, Marvel.
0: <laughs> I mean, wh- I guess that's a problem when you have the writer – uh, leave before he has time to develop them, because Traczynski left before he had time to play in the Osborne uh, sandbox.
2: That's the thing, though, is uh, one of the things that shocked me was in his original plans for One More Day, when he was going to do a basically alter time, he was going to wipe the Stacy twins from history. So apparently he did do everything he wanted to with them, and that, as much as I really loved Sins Past*, that to me was a disappointment, because... Gabriel is a favorite character of mine, but really just because of his potential. I still think he has a lot left to do, so I'm going to try to do it. Oh, well, we got you on.
0: Kevin, what's your recommendations for the month? What do you like?
2: Um, uh, I'd like to support JR's recommendation. Battlestar Galactica is fantastic. Um, uh, I saw a movie last night called Defiance.
0: What's that about? That
2: uh, stars Daniel Craig, New Bond. It stars Liev Schreiber, who will be playing Sabretooth and Wolverine. Um it was it's a true story during World War II in Russia some a bunch uh, there were four brothers Jewish brothers that hid out in the forest when the Nazis came for the Jews and they just kept taking on more people they would find more people and they just refused to leave them behind let them starve and so they ended up forming this community in the forest and basically their act of defiance against the Nazis was living it was just, it's just an amazing story that I'm surprised I didn't know. And it was very well done. The acting was fantastic. The the shots were great. The music, the score was excellent. I thought it was it's probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. I will oh. give that a strong recommendation. It open, it's it been open in limited release for a while. It opened wide just yesterday. Okay. Um, I also want to recommend a new TV show. It's been on for just a couple of weeks on TNT called Leverage. Mm. Uh, My wife Tennessee loves Hugg- that. My wife loves that show. That's yeah, you should check show. it out. I'm um, not a not a fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but leverage oh, no, no. is kind of uh, they keep using a review somebody gave in some magazine saying it's better than the last two oceans movies, and that is a good way to describe it. It's it's very much like Ocean's Eleven meets the A Team. You've got <laughs> da, 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 with people going around, these people going around helping people that the system won't help. But the the scripting is incredibly witty. Uh, it's just it's a really fun show to watch. It's got a great dynamics and great characters, uh, and I I hope it gets to continue because so many of the shows I like don't make it past season one. So those are my two recommendations for the month. The
0: the show is good. I I I uh, just don't need another series to watch. I, I'm still plowing through Buffy, <laughs> but I Kevin, It is a good show. I watched the one with the horse. The horse race episode. That's oh, that I, was
2: the worst episode they've done.
0: Oh, well, that's the one I ended on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I, my dad watches it, too, and we were talking, yeah. and we said if they had stayed at that level, then we would have probably dropped it out of boredom. But yeah. after that, they, they really stepped up, especially the humor. They've really gotten that right.
0: Okay. Uh, Stella, you had one more thing you wanted to say. What's your other recommendation? You yeah, said? I'm sorry.
3: My other, because Kevin started talking about, or Kevin and Jr started talking about TV. um a TV show on FX called Damages with oh, uh, yes. Gwen Close and Rose Byrne. It's super intense. Um, it just follows Rose Byrne as, I guess she'd be a second-year um, professional lawyer now, and she's working at um, Petty Hughes's, who is uh, Gwen Close's character, law firm. And, of course, there's all these, I don't know, it's such a, crazy intense story and Patty tried to have her killed and there are all these other entwined storylines so I really recommend that just check um, an episode out from the first season so you don't get too confused but there's my quick recommendation
0: I also put a recommendation on that show I would recommend though uh, picking up the first season DVD just so you don't come in on season two but great great show on that I agree love Glenn Close Uh, my recommendations for the month a movie two comic books and one video game well, first, no. <laughs> first one is a movie, Grand Torino, with Clint Eastwood. Freaking amazing! Dude,
1: I, oh, I, I I I so want to
0: see that movie. Just, I,
1: mean, oh. I don't care how old Clint Eastwood is; he could probably kick everybody's ass in
0: this room. By yes, himself. that's true. It's true. <laughs> Except for Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I I just people ask me what what is it about, and I say the best way to sum it up is grumpy old dirty hairy is basically what it is uh if, take the grumpy old men movies and mix a dirty hairy movie in it, and you 've got this movie, but it's so much better than what that sounds like it just as clint eastwood is is just he's been through the korean war he gets he uh has lived in this neighborhood that is uh, going downhill you've got gangs running in uh, and he befriends a young uh Japanese, I forget where where the kid's from. I forget what Asian country he's from. But he's just an amazing movie, and it's got a really good ending. And I'm not going to tell you the ending because it's a great ending. But you know what's surprising about this movie is how funny it is. There's a lot, a lot of well-written humor all throughout the movie. Loved it. I went with uh, my wife and two other friends, and we all loved it. So that one gets an A out of me. Check it out. Check it out on DVD or whatever when it comes out. Uh. The two comic books I'm going to – yes, Stella goes, was it better than Punisher? Yes, I didn't have to stay <laughs> on the couch after my wife and I were <laughs> in the theater. Punisher, good lord, avoid it like Batman. It's worse than Batman and Robin. Uh yeah. The co- the comic Ooh. book – did you see it, Zach, The Punisher?
1: No, I. I everybody I've talked to has been it's, – it's, I
0: had one guy at
1: my comic shop. I was like, oh, my God, it's the best Punisher movie ever. Oh, whatever. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, the two comic books I'm gonna recommend this month, we, Zach briefly set them in the, uh, beginning of this show, Spider-Man-X-Men Team-Up miniseries. I'm really digging it. I, I love the artwork. I'm forgetting the writer who's writing it, but I, I, uh, like that it takes place in different eras of Spider-Man's history. For instance, the first issue happened in the 60s. You've got, uh, Cyclops and the Beast hitting on Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane at the Coffee Bean. Uh, and Mr. Sinister is plotting in the background with clones. So I, and Craven's DNA. Second issue takes place, uh, with Spider-Man the Black Suit and the X-Men in Australia. So if, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, X-Men, and going throughout their history, looking for a little mini moments where they teamed up with, uh, Ben Riley showing up in issue three. So yes, check it out. sir. Pick that one up. Pick it oh. up. The uh, video game I'm going to recommend that I just bought today and I haven't played it but I've been seeing reviews of it and I'm looking forward to playing it and you can play with me online if you'd like. Uh over at Best Buy they had Turok, the dinosaur hunter for 10 bucks for the PlayStation 3. So what better video game experience can you get than getting a big gun and plowing through the savage land of oh, dinosaurs? Nice. <laughs> and if you want to add me as a friend on PlayStation 3 my handle is Webhead Spidey. And Zach, you're also on the PS3. We can play. Yes, it. yes, I am. Um, my
1: neck, uh, oh, my dog. Hang on, I'm sorry. Uh, Excuse my, me. My, How do you my, spell my, that, sir?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I sound like Obama, I'm not in front of a teleprompter. Um, uh, uh, anyway. Oh, man. um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: What's your Spidey handle, Dude. you dumbass? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: SpideyDude1228. I'm sorry. My dog just took a leak in my foot. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow! But Spidey Dude, one, two, two, eight,
0: and Webhead Spidey on the PlayStation Network. If you want to play, <laughs> with me and Zach, and his dog who pees on his foot. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, gang, time to tackle our monthly message board questions. We're going to go to Norwich, England. Mac Gargan, our friend, asks uh, one to the group. Uh, he says it's pretty obvious that most of you aren't the biggest fans of the new direction of NASM. Can you honestly say that this is the worst the title has ever been in its entire print history? What do you think? I I, I don't think it's been the worst it's ever been. Do you guys agree?
2: I think it sucks. <laughs> I think it really really sucks hardcore. Um, I, mean, I I I I want to say yes but i haven't i don't think i've read enough of the reboot and such to really make that definitive determination mm-hmm. but i mean we're we're in a year here where we get three issues a month and it's hard for me every month to come up with something to say that's different because yeah. every time it's just hmm man this was bland yeah. so that's it, i it was bad it was really bad
0: yeah i would i would say it's it's not as bad as the Uh, reboot. When that one, uh, happened, we had one direction, but it was a horrible direction. This one, we have no direction. We have choppiness. The seas are very choppy on the Spider Man (laughs) universe. So, I, I just, I don't think it's as bad as that. I think the worst in Spider Man history, JR can go back farther than I can, but I think 99
2: was the worst year. Although, I will say definitively, That uh, no matter what the controversy and how people what regard people hold it in, the Clone Saga kicked Brand New Day's ass up and down the sidewalk.
1: Oh, I I agree, and it's uh, as as Ron Friend said, you know, (laughs) what they're doing right now is made the Clone Saga look like a cakewalk. Um, (laughs) um, Really, simply on the basis of I dropped Spider-Man for a couple of months during the Mackie reboot, so just on that. Bases alone, it's it's a lot worse right. than what we're reading right now.
0: All right, Steve Rogers, who is a big Spider-Girl fan. Uh, this one goes to you. It's, it's for Spider-Girl. seems like your literary favorites are quite uh, eclectic. Wow, that was a 50-cent word sentence in there. From <laughs> classics lit to comic books, are your favorite things equally as eclectic in other forms of entertainment? I just feel more intelligent reading that.
3: I'm just glad he used proper grammar as opposed to certain people. Um, That's
0: impressive, sir. (laughs) Uh,
3: Yes, I would say I'm a, wow, you need to stop that. Um, (laughs) Every time I'm talking, I'm sorry that I am that sexy that you're having this much problems, but... Okay, so yes, I do...
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Too sexy uh, for my podcast. Too sexy
2: for my it's, podcast. It's almost like Brad every time the black cat says Roberto's name. Ow.
0: There. Excuse me. <laughs> Stella's got the floor. Everybody, shut up. Okay.
3: Um, so yes, I believe that I do enjoy you know eclectic things. Obviously, wit and um, comic books. You know. Um, I like drama as well as superhero flicks. I enjoy snowboarding. I'm actually um, musically inclined, so I've been in um, musical theater and everything. So in general, yes, I like as many things, I guess, as I can get my hands on and, you know, just like to do a lot of different things. So there's my answer.
0: Steve's question for Kevin. Now that your webcomic is hitting the ground, running, and getting publicity, uh, have you gotten any feedback that any pros, even if they aren't linked to the big two, have read the work e- either for themselves or second, third, fourth, et cetera hand? And if so, how has that gone?
2: Well, uh, the uh, checks in the mail for mentioning the crawlspace, Steve. Another
0: ten dollars to PayPal. <laughs>
2: um, I've I've emailed with a few creators. I've I've not really gotten any feedback. Joe Casada and James DeMathis have both said that they would absolutely read it. Uh, Dan Slot refused to read it. Um, on the, any other creators, really, I haven't communicated with, I sent just little emails to all the, uh, comic news sites like IGN, Newsarama, comic book resources, and got the predictable absolutely no response, so, <laughs> most creators are probably completely unaware that it exists. <laughs>
0: The uh, Steve's question directed me. Brad, how much ribbing do you take at work for your love of Spider-Man and comic book sci-fi related stuff in general? I noticed a few months back when you did that report on the costume store, the Chiron editor wrote, will you go out, will go, Brad Douglas will go out trick-or-treating as Spider-Man this Halloween under your name. Actually the Chiron guy didn't write that. I wrote that. I did a Halloween related story and at the end of the report it says Brad Douglas reporting and underneath it you can write something. I put Brad Douglas will go trick-or-treating as Spider-Man. So, I, I, I guess I'd take a little bit of ribbing. Everybody, since the movies came out, it's not as big a ribbing as you used to get back in the day. But, uh, if I'm a reporter for the local NBC station, and, and the viewers know that I like Spider-Man. In fact, I've, I've told this story a few times, but I'll repeat it. One of the viewers dropped by the offices and delivered a Spider-Man alarm clock for me because they know I like Spider-Man. They said I saw this at the flea market or whatever, and I thought of Brad instantly. And they they dropped it off at the TV station and and gave it to me. It's on my desk. So the Mexican mall, <laughs> the what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the flea market, the Mexican. Mall. Oh, the me- oh, the good grief. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I don't take that big of a ribbing. But I think it's well known that I like Spider-Man, and I don't think uh, everybody's got their. There are likes and dislikes. There's people that like WWE wrestling. Uh, there's people that like NASCAR. There's people that like Green Lantern on this podcast, in fact. So everybody has their likes and dislikes.
1: Well, and I love the fact that Steve Rod- J. Rogers decides, you know, because I'm a Cowboys fan, he's being discriminatory because he's a Giants fan. This is talking football for a second. He doesn't give me a question. He gives everybody but me. <laughs> A question on this. Here,
0: he's got one last one, and I will direct it to you, sir. He says, uh, the discussion on the last cast was about Spider-Man gifts and action figures. What character from the Spider-Verse that ha- has never been made into an action figure or collectible would you like to see? From from the comics, the TV shows, or the films. Spidey Dude, that one's all yours, sir.
1: Okay, well, um, you know, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think. I mean, they've got everybody from Aunt May. Yeah. Uh, the tarantula made into it. The, they have not made a black tarantula action figure, which I, w- I wouldn't mind either the original or the MC two version. Uh, the Kane Kane uh, action figure that's actually a not the fi- not the five and a half inch, but the actual like <laughs> the <favorite> classic style. <laughs>
0: Don't get into the inches. Just tell me the figure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would
1: like a new Kane figure, a new Spider Side figure, a new. I got the. I haven't got the new Ben Riley figure yet, but um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 okay. I, I, that's those are my favorite. Those ones I want.
0: I think. <clears> I think <throat> the obvious one is they've never made an Uncle Ben figure.
1: Well, they made an Aunt Mate figure. How they much Man. action are you going to get out of an eighty-five-year-old woman?
0: Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> anyway, oh. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Good lord. Um, They also <laughs> never made a spot. You know, a spot would be an yeah, easy they spot. A spot figure. There's a spot action figure, are you kidding me?
1: I think it's from the was... uh, 90s, wasn't it the 90s TV show? Get out I, of here.
2: I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember a uh, spot figure in those really, I, I don't want to get into inches, but those really tall figures they had in the 90s. They got the 10-inch, the 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 you know, figurines.
0: Holy <laughs> crap, I, I stand corrected. Um, let me look at it. Oh God, dang, that's ugly as hell. Okay, I want them to make a good spot. <laughs> sit, Ubu, sit. Good spot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here, there's the link of the spot figure. God, that's horrible. Anyway, we'll put it up on the we'll put it up on the message board. Okay.
3: Oh, 10 inches, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> not quite
1: the not quite as tall as the mythical twelve-inch growing spiders.
0: Steve Rogers, very good questions to start off the show. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, let's go to Illinois Lockdown. While I know a writer can't give us great stories 100% of the time, why do you think that Mark Guggenheim can give us an incredible story like the Flash Thompson one-shot, give us a pretty decent introduction to Menace and Jackpot, then give us the complete disaster stories like the Amazing Spider-Man Annual, the New Craven storyline, yet have us a bit interested in the upcoming character assassination? Kevin, that's, that has you written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think-
2: I think with Mark Guggenheim is he doesn't like continuity. He's uh he's really good when he doesn't have to deal with continuity. Like his uh I, again I mentioned it a million times, the Squadron Supreme miniseries he did. No continuity, it was mostly just about Darfur and it was amazing. He but he did a twelve issue blade series where he pretty much either rewrote or disrespected all the continuity that was there and it was shit. Um, and I think if you look at the breakdown of the Spider-Man stories, you just said you'll find the good ones not really continuity connected, the bad ones relatively connected into continuity. It, Guggenheim is not a continuity man.
0: Uh, do you think the Amazing Spider-Man X are worth the paper they're printed on, or just an excuse for Marvel to get more money out of us and help with the writers, artists that get behind on their current storylines? Spidey Dude, take that one. Okay, step one, bend
1: over. Step two, grab your ankles. I mean, that's what I feel like every time they're they're doing these exercises.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know there was directions to that. Very good. Okay. Uh, that would be a he doesn't like it lockdown. Uh, I speak Zach. <laughs> uh, third, third question, what are your thoughts on the upcoming Spider-Woman agent of SWORD? Or SWORD. Series coming up later this summer, Spider Girl. Are you gonna pick up Spider Woman? Boy, that's, uh, I think that sounds I think dirty.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I will. I was actually, I really got into the character, even though she was the Skrull Queen during Secret Invasion. Um, oh. I think that she was well written, so I think I'll at least test it out and see, um, if it if it holds its own weight. Cause I thought Deadpool was going to be good, and that. That disappointed. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm gonna pick that up and see.
2: <clears throat> and well, I mean, not- let's face it, it's the uh, it's the team of Bendis and Melee that did the amazing run on Daredevil, so basically just pick it up. It's gonna be good.
0: Yeah. Any Lockdown also uh, says I hope everyone continues up the great work, especially you Kevin in two thousand nine and keep an eye out for my podcast coming up at the end of the month. I might want to get some of you guys on it. No, don't steal my talent. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> just kidding. Funny K from the brave land of Scotland. I have one question. Scotland. What do you guys think of the potential of a resurrection of Mysterio story in ASM?
2: Well, he's going to be dragged out of the pits of hell. We all know that. Yeah. There's always else. This is, this is the brand new day. Continuity does not necessarily matter. Remember that. And yeah, because Molten Man became Molteny for no apparent reason.
0: Molteny. Love that word uh viper i don't
3: think it's molten i think he has a venereal disease <laughs> oh,
0: the, the molten vd man yeah that's horrible
2: oh, i do not oh. want to think about how he got that uh, <laughs> sounds dangerous.
0: If, I in, if i wasn't if i wasn't plowing with these questions i could think of a one-liner but uh, viper <laughs> from johannesburg south africa hey guys it's been a while so let's get to it uh i just uh, I sound like Tone loped there for a second. Let's get to that. what? Okay, stop do it. 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 Move on. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it seems like everyone loves JR's, I mean, JRJR's artwork. Not yeah, JR, JR can't
1: draw, well, he can't draw with a straight edge, straight line. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Romina Jr.'s artwork, especially in the Amazing Spider Man title, while I don't mind his work, I find it not as enamored. I am not so as enamored with his current style as I enjoy more of his earlier work in Amazing Spider-Man and Iron Man. I'm not sure if that's due to others putting finishes, touches on his work back then or not. What do you guys, what do you guys and gal, think about early and current John Romita Jr. artwork? Let's go ladies first on this one. Stella, what do you think? think Oh, wow. She can't
3: I had to, no, I had to think. I think everyone does love the vintage uh, things more. I think something that might be the problem is the story uh, that is going with it, because I think um, if you think about it, the art and the story really go together. So if one is terrible, then I feel even if you have award-winning art going on, the story might pull it down. So I think that could maybe um, a little bit be um, doing that, pulling down as art. But Overall, I mean, I enjoy his art. I don't have a particular problem for it. I thought the, uh, New Ways to Die was, it was pretty good. Obviously, the problem with the inking on Osborne's hair was an issue, but, you know, other than that, I'm okay with it, so. I think
0: it's a matter of the inker he's with, and also kind of what Sal Buscema said, that each artist, you know, if they want to get better, they continue to change. And I think he's changed a lot since the 80s and comic books in general have changed because he had the, the standard six panels on a page, uh, et cetera. He was going for more of a classic art for, art style. I know I'm not an art critic. I, I mean, but I, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. Kind of what the, I su- know what I
1: am, but I am what or, I am.
0: Kind of like what the Supreme it. Court, I was going to go for a more intellectual line, but he just, you <laughs> start singing in the middle of my whole sentence. But you know, kind of like what the the Supreme Court says about pornography—they know it when they see it. I know good art when I see it. But uh, you were going for a more intellectual thing with a porn <laughs> reference. You try it; it's not that easy. <laughs> I put the Supreme Court in it anyway. Screw yeah. it. Okay, okay well, but here's my deal. Okay, go ahead.
1: I, I I I like Jr. Junior's work when he had the big blocky, most overly muscular. I, I I guess that's part nostalgia. But then you have like an image like on the, um, on Amazing Spider-Man number, four ninety four, volume two fifty three, where his leg looks like it's rubber. <laughs> and I'm going, um, yeah. <laughs> I even gave him a hard time on that one too. Actually, on the Spider-Man message board, um, <laughs> but. Um. really, I, I, I think it's, I think it's just, uh, it's the story more than, yeah. than the artwork.
0: Viper's other question is aimed for me, and he wants me to ask Spidey Dude, he's assuming you're not going to be on this episode, but little <laughs> <you know. laughs> Ah, as well as, uh, uh, as this month in Spider-Man history, uh, feature now on the podcast, why not do a monthly Spider Moment or Spider-Man Rewind feature where jointly or individually you or the gang pick any moment from any Spider-Man comic ever published, no matter how important, charming, or just plain silly, and devote a minute or two to it. I think that's kind of, kind of what that segment is, isn't it? Yeah. Well,
1: we really didn't put any, this month we didn't put any funnier, or, uh, nostalgic things and everything. We, just well, we talked about Captain
0: power. power. We talked a bit about the, the, uh, the supporting cast that went nowhere. So I think it's, <laughs> it's kind of what Wait, that so much, segment is. Yeah. Oh. I turned my head. Uh, <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> But you know what? Spider, oh. this month in Spider history is kind of a Spider Man rewind and Spidey moment to begin with, uh, Viper. So I, I, hopefully when we do that segment each month, uh, we'll bring up something funny or silly or what we remember about it. So it's just, it's a way for us basically to talk about stories of the past without devoting a whole show to it. I just want a little moment capturing whatever month it is, be it 10 years ago, 20, 30 years ago, uh, long before these guys were born. <laughs> to talk about it with JR and for instance I picked 1999 this year because I thought pretty much everybody had an opinion of the reboot Except
1: i was the only one that did have an opinion on the reboot too well basically. stella
0: didn't read it and kevin ba- barely read it but that that segment is mainly for us old farts like jr and myself that can nah, go back <laughs> <your
2: face. laughs>
0: and go back that far 30 years and talk to
2: a jr educates us segment
0: exactly we sit around Which, and listen to the yeah and jr by the way if you're wondering why jr is not on this one his uh, he was going to get in trouble if he stayed any more longer on the phone talking to Spider fans. Him and his wife had something to do. Well, wait a minute. Uh, him and his wife had an errand to run. Him and his wife well, had an errand to run, and he, he would be on the couch if he spent more than three hours on the show with us. So, for those JR fans out there, and there are a lot of JR fans, by the way. Uh, good old JR. To I love JR. He's awesome. JR. Final question from Viper is aimed at Kevin. After months of waiting, did you enjoy Green Lantern? Damn it, it's a DC question. <laughs> Green, Green Lantern number thirty-six, Rage of the Red Lanterns, part two. Sorry, Brad, I had to ask. Yeah, you did, you bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it was, uh, Just uh,
0: good, Viper, you're good people. Go ahead, Kevin. A, you have 30, you have thirty up.
2: seconds. Shut up! Oh, You're lengthening it here. I'm trying to answer, man. (laughs) The first
0: person ever told me I lengthened it. I'll tell you right now. Go ahead.
2: Uh, Anyway, it was was supposed to be a very simple answer. That was a uh, January shipping issue, so I haven't gotten it in my mail order comics box yet. Ask again next month just to piss Brad off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you done? Okay, back to Marvel talk. Uh, FSU Spider-Fran from Greenville, North Carolina uh, what should Spider-Man's new resolution be? Not talk about Green Lantern. I think that's what his. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I just want to be. I just want him to help me become the new favorite crawlspace writer of the month or member of the month for FSU, because it's Kevin. And last month, his favorite member was Spider Girl. So it's, I think
2: it's his should... favorite crawl Space favorite crawlspace writer. What have you
1: written this month?
2: I wrote,
3: wrote a l- three.
2: I wrote. Yeah, I wrote
1: three reviews in one week. You son of a gun. <laughs>
3: I don't think I was ever on there. I wouldn't, you know, whine about it. I was never on there. I am perfectly content with that.
0: FSU, we're fighting over your city. (laughs) You are a popular member, sir, with well, 1,200 posts. You, sir.
2: FSU... Do not feel intimidated. You keep the faith. Stay strong. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna finish my
1: CSA work just just to be you know be able to compete with you. This <laughs> month. After, no, no, no. After I, after Get, I gave you such a good glowing recommendation. Okay, you know.
0: break it up. Break it up. All right, Sp- <laughs> Spidey Sight UK. He's still got dancing people in his avatar. He's in the middle of Final Crisis, and he doesn't even know what the hell Final Crisis is. Mainly because you're on a Spider-Man board. That's why you don't know what the hell it is. Uh, <laughs>
1: nice guys, okay. a little footnote to that. Okay. You know, it's kind of hilarious that, that Marvel out sold probably more than likely, Final Crisis with the Obama cover. More people were talking about the Obama cover when really, if they hadn't have done it this week, they probably would be talking about
2: Final Crisis. That's if only funny. Final Crisis didn't suck, maybe we would be talking about it. Oh, yeah, I know.
0: Okay, Sight asks, Just Kevin's latest comic order and about Amazing 600. My question is to the crew is what could possibly make Spider-Man fun again as only about two-thirds... Of the issues out of the brand new day were actually liked. You like two thirds of them? Hot yeah, damn! Yeah, that's
3: a pretty good ratio right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean that's like taking that's like one out of three, two out of three chance. Hey, I'm gonna they're they're making a sixty six right now on the. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, they're on making good. a D. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, go ahead. What what would make them fun, gang?
1: I'm making Peter not the creepy stalker loser that he's become.
4: Mm.
2: As I think, know. honestly, though, making them fun again as an idea is is part of the problem with it. They're just it's all this fluff they're doing. Yeah, we want to have a good time reading it, sure, but you don't have to just make him swing around telling jokes,
3: you know, swing a single that.
2: guy for and for entire issues all over the place three times a month. Spider Man can be fun and do serious stories too. JMS had great Spider Man humor, and his stories mattered. Mm. until the reboot
0: <laughs> I, don't th- I don't know how you can make them fun with so much choppiness um, I, I, you need a single direction and you don't need like like Kevin and I were talking about you could have read the last issue of One More Day and maybe one more issue and then got to the where we are now and there's nothing that happened in 36 that really had long term effects indeed So, Spidey Dude, there's one aiming for you what's your favorite uh, no. <laughs> clone saga issue that you've ever read Favorite Clone Saga issue I've ever read? Um I'm gonna say
1: Web of Spider-Man 119. The very first issue with, uh, Mr.
0: Ben Riley as the Scarlet Spider. Okay. Uh, Bucky Cap. From Connecticut, happy new year to all the Spider-Mans Crawl space. It's Bucky Cap here yet again. Before I have to ask, I finally caught up with the podcast. And, Brad, it's very funny you mentioned Moon Knight, the episode where I asked my questions. I have one question this month to everyone who would like to answer. What quality in yourself did you most relate to with Peter Parker, I guess, before more Brand New Day? Spider-Girl, what do you relate to Peter Parker about?
3: Um... I think I relate to his intelligence and his problem-solving uh, capabilities.
0: Okay. Kevin, what do you got?
2: Uh, just the perseverance in the character. He stands up and does the right thing no matter what, and that's, I guess, a quality I admire and try to see in myself. And Spidey dude? Huh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wow.
1: Sorry. I was actually... Uh...
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All we'll move, move on. Uh, oh,
1: oh, oh, quality, uh, I guess the uh, geeky, geeky qualities, but also the fact that he can pull as much tail as I can. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding.
0: Wow. <laughs> my, I guess my, uh, what I enjoy about him is the ever man, he can relate to everybody, he's got a good heart, and he's also very funny. So I I try to be funny, and I try to have a good heart and and be nice to everyone.
1: You're never funny, Brad. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Nobody laughed at that, did they? Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Burn! Snap! Uh, B-Dog. We don't know where B-Dog's from. Kevin, do you know where B-Dog's from? I do not. Okay. And he he's the colorist, right?
2: Yeah, he was Ted's colorist, yeah. Okay,
0: got him. Uh Aiming at Kevin. Uh, I love the way Spidey Crawl Space is going, but I'm... Rowing? Or <laughs> rowing? He means rowing? 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 How do you row? I'm rowing <laughs> the anxious
2: waiting. What does what he <laughs> mean? I'm, I'm lost, I'm lost. Okay, okay, what he's trying to say is I'm okay. growing too anxious waiting on number oh. four.
0: <laughs> Boy, I'm like anchor man, I couldn't get past it in the prompter, could I? Um, Fuck you, Sandy. <laughs> I'm growing too anxious. What? Fuck it. Too uh, like too. Uh, oh. Okay, Kevin, you read. Are you on the board?
2: Uh, yeah, I am.
0: read, okay, read okay. your own, read your own question and answer it.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, B dog asks Kevin. Hey, Kevin, I love the way Spidey crawl Space is going. It's better than sex. But I'm growing <laughs> too anxious waiting on number four. Maybe release a schedule to be on time in '09.
0: Okay, here. Okay. It. I'll, um, I'll answer. I'll answer that. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead.
2: Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> Screw me, dog.
0: Morbius, Morbius, Green Lantern. Love him, love him. Brad, <laughs> you're wrong. Brad,
4: you're wrong. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> uh, go, ahead. Um, go ahead. To actually answer that question, I did have a release schedule. It was on the 18th of every month, but last you month I got failed, stre- that. I got strep throat twice in the month. I, uh, the holidays came up, I was busier than I thought I was going to be, and work ramped up on a professional pitch I've been working on, so I just got late. Um, so I haven't decided on a a new set-down schedule yet, that's why I'm urging everybody to join the user group so I can let them know, but it's probably going to move closer to the beginning.
3: You know, ironically, I told Kevin that he shouldn't make out with random girls on the street, but yet he did, and that's why he got his strep throat. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, making hell with random
1: a... girls on the streets fun. It's my oh, favorite dear. pastime. That's
2: well, why and I have a
0: $20,000 debt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the front page, it looks like me and you were on the street, so that's all I'm saying. Oh, oh my... dear. Uh,
0: oh. oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm going to answer a question aimed at me and I will answer it and read it to myself. Okay. okay. <laughs> Spidey comic strips you've been posting on the main page, maybe they should be the daily main page attraction.
2: Well, uh, guess what? They guess are. Guess what? They
0: are now. <laughs> all because of you, B-Dog.
2: Okay. this he's asked about the release date of number four and the Spidey comics going daily, so I'd say this was posted a while ago. He
0: posted it on January 4, 2009 yeah. at 9.25 a.m.
2: We've taken care of all of your concerns since then, my friend, because okay. that's how good we are.
0: The other one he asks is about Nova. Anybody read Nova? I am. It's very good. And I think Kevin is.
2: Uh, well, I dropped everything but like four books recently, so that one got dropped. It was it was enjoyable, but I thought it got a little bit more convoluted and too much trying to explain things like quasar at the end. Yeah.
0: Anybody else reading Nova? No. Where's our... <laughs> uh Spider Girl and Kevin? Are you watching Supernatural? I really just started this holiday and I love it.
3: It's Shall I super- that first? Uh, well, I was just gonna say if Supernatural were spelled Smallville, then I'd say yes, but I'm not watching Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> not nice.
2: that I wa- watch. Exact it. same answer. I don't watch Supernatural, but Smallville came back this week, and it was written by Jeff Johns, and it kicked Damn it, ass. Damn I
0: forgot I knew. Dude, oh. it did kick ass, and I'm a Marvel yeah. geek, and I loved it. It was awesome.
2: Oh, I have to. I'll have to freaking buy it on iTunes. Damn it!
0: Mm. Uh,
3: I'm sure you can just go to Daily Motion, and it'll be on there.
0: Yeah, but I have support. He might porn. misspell it and go to a porn site, so you don't- God. <laughs> To the dead, I'll just ocean. tell you, if,
2: if you like that episode, it was yeah. written by the same guy who's been writing the Legion Stories <laughs> so, <laughs> What am I missing? God bless you, Silla. sorry. It <laughs> was so funny. I should have <laughs>
3: What the fuck?! <laughs> I tried to stay away from the microphone. That was so
0: awesome! It sounded like somebody tickled you, <laughs> and then you sneezed. It was like a ah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <I> <laughs> let's take it back. Um. All right, hurts. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh Hurting? my god, I'm crying. I'm oh, me too. <laughs> That's not tears. It's your dog taking a leak. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year to all on the podcast. We've started drinking early. Um, with the up-and-coming character assassination being the end of the year-long subplots, do you see this being a potential jumping-on point sales booster if done well? It's gonna be uh, done well?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
0: they sorry. all try for those jumping-on points. Like the January a year ago was a jumping-on point. So I guess they're trying to another uh, one. And,
2: and it, the thing and is, it, though, as much or, as they're promoting it, if it's wrapping up a bunch of subplots, then it's probably not the best place to jump on. True, true, true. Well, you know, you could
1: only read, you know, you cannot read Brand New Day or One More Day or whatever. And you can just read Character Assassination, and probably get the whole story without actually reading the previous 36 issues.
2: Yeah, so. if it's anything like the rest of Brand New Day, you have a good point. There you but go. the problem is they, they've got this mindset where, Every issue is somebody's first, and that's true. But what's the point of sticking around to a second? Now you want to keep them.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next one's aimed for Spider Girl. He says, "God bless you," and he says, (laughs) "If you've you've read the first issue of Spider Man Loves Mary Jane, how would you compare the first series to the second series?"
3: Um, I'd like to comment on his little um his avatar. Did you guys know that that's the equation for frequency of a wave? I did not. I just okay. thought, good job, Hertz. I, know I, that. Thought, I would applaud that. Um, actually, it goes
1: with yeah uh, it goes with his name because Hertz is a type of measurement for sound waves, is it not?
3: Oh, I thought it was
0: a car rental company, that's why I put the avatar for him that one time. But anyway, but wow. It <laughs> it but uh, it
1: actually is a measure of 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 waves.
0: Okay. St- Stella, what do you think? compares? she kind of does this in her reviews on the main page about the Spider-Man loves Mary Jane.
3: Yes. Um, I think I still, I really fell in love with the first series. Um, if you're saying that Mary Jane Homecoming as well is a part of that. Um, I don't think really anything can top that. Um that team was just exceptional. But I think uh getting towards the end obviously after issue one, I think issue one was that transition for Terry Moore. Um he had to get into the character but afterwards I think he really he really embraced Mary Jane and um he made me fall, you know, back in love with that character, and he really wrote her the way she needed to be written and having multi layers like she did in the first series. So I still like the first one better, but the second one did not disappoint me. So I do recommend that.
0: And he asks, What kind of music do we listen to? And Kevin, you always list yours at the end of the the comic, what you listen to.
2: Yeah, I always, I always liked the idea of soundtracks for comics, and, uh, Uh, Basically, I usually find some song I'm obsessed with at a certain time, and if I'm listening to it while I'm writing, then that probably seeps in. You can pretty much check those out and see my music taste. It mostly stays within the confines of rock, but it's relatively eclectic in there.
0: And if if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know uh, Stella and I are big Rihanna fans. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Coming from my
1: 30, 30-something 30 year old dude saying he's a Rihanna fan. Dude, and she's hot. Yeah,
3: I'm, she's I'm hot. just saying it's
2: a good thing you're married already, cause, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well
0: dumb, dum deedum. Uh. <laughs> Muting anti, now. Anti-Venom from Colorado Springs. Hey, guys and gal. Happy New Year. Hope this one is better than the last. For Kevin, I really Indeed. hate the Brawl Space comic. Is there any other comic series besides Spider-Man you would like to write for, be it Marvel, DC, or any other publisher, and you cannot say Green Lantern in this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, of, of course, yeah. Um, being a comic book writer is what I want to do for a living, so I've got quite a lot built up. Uh, everybody knows I love Morbius. I've I've had a Morbius story I've wanted to tell for a long time. I'd really like to revive... The original Midnight Suns line as one team book. I think that could be really good. Yeah. That's Night Stalker stories I want to do. Nightwing would be really fun to write. Mm-hmm. And of course I have some original projects I'd love to do at Image, Dark Horse, or more realistically someplace much, much smaller you'll probably never hear of, but <laughs> you do what you can.
0: He also asked about what writers you look up to in the business. Oh, Com- uh, comics or film?
2: Strakinsky. Yeah, it's, Straczynski's definitely one of them. He does some just amazing work. Uh, Ron Mars may be the biggest. He writes he writes superhero books as character dramas in a way that most people just don't get. And characters are the most important thing to me. He did the, he, That's why Kyle Rayner is such a great character. He created him, and he made the book about Kyle Rayner more than the superhero side. And that's why Witchblade's been so great under his tenure. That's why it's one of the four books I'm keeping on my pull list. Because it's it's about the people, and everything else comes from that. So I really, really look up to him as a writer, and if I could ever be on that level, <laughs> I would be more than happy. Jeff Johns is another one. He does amazing things with continuity, and I love that, too.
0: Are you a Silver Surfer fan?
2: Uh, No, I'm not.
0: Okay, well, Ron Mars had a great run on Surfer back in the 90s. It was one of you the know, highlights of the 90s.
2: That's actually what uh, got him the job on Green Lantern, and I've, oh. I've been interested to read He did, you might be interested in, he did a one-shot Silver Surfer Green Lantern with Sur- Silver Surfer and Kyle Rayner once. I've got so it. It's quite good.
0: I've got it. Ron Lim artwork.
2: You've got a Green Lantern issue? It's the only one I own, brother. That's because Oh, my,
0: my God. It's because Marvel <laughs> was on the cover. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll just tell you right now, now we're officially going to say that the fifth level, level of the apocalypse is
4: starting to occur.
0: Hey, look, there's Mephisto. Uh, <laughs> what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, Miff? What's, what's up, Miff? Oh, excuse me, Miff, Miff, Miff. Uh, Donald Mark from Arkham Asylum. should be confused with yeah. <laughs> excuse me. There's no black cat on the line. For Spider-Girl, which female character have you enjoyed being written with Spider-Man the most? Characters like Black Cat, Silver Sable, Dagger from Cloak & Dagger, Firestar, women like that.
4: Yeah, because Cloak's
3: a dude. I think I would say Black Cat. Um, she is both, um, at times, a deep character and one that's um, exceptionally frustrating to me, um, just because she seems like such a shallow character in her, um, her like of Spider-Man, but her distaste of Peter Parker. But I think she is pretty troubled, and she's not... She's... you you can't look at her and and get a surface reading off of her. So and of course being a superheroine. Um but the only problem I obviously have with her is kind of being that um typical uh what what would ways. we draw someone that looks like uh what would we draw a female superhero like, you know, with the bust coming out, that kind of thing, you know, not so much, but well, other no. than that you know, I know you guys enjoy that, but other than that, um well, you know.
0: you, we've we've had this debate before. You know, they all always draw the Superman or the superhero with the exaggerated muscles, etc., and they have to draw the the women exaggerated. I would imagine. Not, no, not necessarily. I mean, Spider Girl's not drawn. That's true. That's true. That's true. They did but, for I, a while, and that's
1: and Ron and Friends even acknowledged that they did for a while, and then they stopped.
2: Yeah. Yeah, when we've had this debate before, I am very vocally against the "quote cheesecake" in comics. Yeah,
0: but I
2: mean, <clears throat> the whole thing, and it and it pretty much perpetuates an image of us that is not correct, at least for most of us.
0: But for the character Black Cat, she's she uses her sex appeal to her advantage, so I would think she would have a lot of cleavage. But I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's move away from the cleavage conversation and go to Spidey Dude, who's anything but cleavage. Uh, how would you yeah. like it for Peter to wear Ben Riley's Spider-Man costume with cleavage? Personally, I thought it was <laughs> the most logical and best transitions of a costume in all of comics, in my opinion. It's a wonderful costume for Spider-Man. thought Spider-Girl now uses it. Could you see 616 Peter Parker wearing it?
1: I could. Um, we have seen Peter Parker actually wearing the uh, Ben Riley suit. Uh, the Scarlet Spider, Ben Rally suit. Um, I would, you know, I, I've kind of, I was thinking, I was reading when I was going through and editing this po- this this thread for the JR centric questions because help us get through a little faster. But I was reading through this one and I and I, I thought about it and I said, you know, it would be kind of funny if he had he had to pull out the Ben Riley suit because all of his all of his other suits were completely torn.
0: Yeah. And all but
1: completely shredded. So he's instead of pulling the black costume out, he had to pull out the Ben Riley costume.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I, I think he could write a. I, I I could see Dan Slott writing a humorous Spider-Man story where he goes through four costumes in one day, and he has to pull out the Ben Riley suit. That'd
0: be good. The, well, Cra- Crazy Chris from Boulder, Colorado. What's up, Chris? He says, "Gang, what comic book related New Year's resolution are you making for two thousand nine? Mine is to not buy so many crappy miniseries." How about you guys?
2: I want to
1: say Kevin's is going to be buy less crap. Yep. <laughs>
2: Mine is to write more.
0: <laughs> to write more crap. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, see, see, people get paid to write crap. We've seen it every
2: month. So, oh, yeah. So, I watch commercials all the time thinking exactly. somebody's getting paid for this.
0: So, uh, Kevin, what's your resolution to get paid?
2: Paid more. My comic book resolution is just to write more of them to I write crawl them. space and even even my own, trying to get them picked up. But even beyond that, I just, the more you write, the better you are. True. Stella, do you have a resolution?
3: Uh, it'd probably be to have better judgment um, in buying things. That yeah. Avengers Invaders was a bad decision on my part.
0: Yeah, it's it's really padded out, I think. So. Yes. Uh, Zach, your resolution. Um,
1: not listening to techno. Um, you know, <laughs> joke. Um, my comic-related New Year's resolution is to try really hard to try to enjoy Amazing Spider-Man. Well,
0: you That's shouldn't amazing. have to try; it should be written that you enjoy it.
2: You shouldn't uh, have to, but exactly. yeah, but it's gonna have to
0: happen. Yeah. Okay, Spidey, Spider-Man 252 from St. Louis Mo. who called in during the Sal show. I appreciate it. My show-me-state brother. To the gang, uh, a general comics question. Some comics list pencilist, inker, and colorer. Er, <laughs> and artist, <laughs> others just list inks and colors. Can you guys explain what the difference between inker, pencilist, and colorer? An artist are. What is an artist if every issue doesn't have one?
2: that's, okay. that's not exactly true. Um, every issue lists penciler, and uh-huh. because you always have a penciler. Sometimes, with like Laniil U on New Avengers," he just did pencils, and then somebody colored his pencils. there was no anchor, which was a bad idea if anybody read it. Um, oh, hey. sometimes, sometimes the same person does pencil, inks, and colors, so you'll just see artist. Sometimes they credit the writer and the artist as storytellers, but there, there is always a penciler, there's almost always an anchor, and there's always a colorist, it's just sometimes they're the same person.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, like in the case of John Byrne, with the, uh, chapter one, he was the writer, penciler, anchor, uh, color, uh, <laughs> he was everything. So, uh um,
0: Am yeah, I the uh, only one that has problems saying color-er? It's color-it. <laughs> uh, he, color
2: It's colorist. He got him backwards. It's penciler and colorist.
0: Oh, I can say colorist. You know, another word I can't say. We'll take off on a tangent. Um <laughs> horror movies. It's it sounds like horror movies. That's a whole different type of film. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: uh, uh, <laughs> Try to say Irish wristwatch three times fast, man. Irish awesome. right. I failed.
0: <laughs> I you failed one time slow. Wow! Irish
2: whisper. That nah, freaking
0: Kevin, go ahead. Kevin. <laughs> okay, I was, you...
2: I was abstaining. Okay. <laughs> Irish, hopefully, I don't have to do it. Hopefully,
0: not the carpet. Uh, let's try Jackal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my dog's been staining the carpet. So. Yeah,
0: he's been abstaining all night. Uh, Jackal Lantern is our last question from Derry, Ireland, aiming for Spider Girl. How many PMs on the board, on the message board, do you get per week? that you just have to put in a folder labeled sexually menacing?
3: Um, I get about 18 per week, and actually they're all from Kevin, so Kevin. <laughs> Wait, I, I
0: stepped on you. What was the last of that? I get them from so Kevin. I said, Kevin,
3: if you could stop, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> because clearly hey, they are ha- in that folder. What here. happened to the five I send you a week? I mean, come on. I mean, I mean. Um, a uh a
0: yeah. sir. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, jack O'Lanterns
0: great first question by the way jack-o-lanterns 2nd question <laughs> is uh uh to everyone do you think it's fair that people compare the new supporting cast and new reveals to ones that came before of course mary jane is going to be a more rounded character after 40 years of development compared to one year for lily
2: <laughs> well you know. i think the problem is not just that they're new characters the problem is you can introduce new characters Don't introduce new characters and chuck all the old ones. You can keep the well-rounded characters like Mary Jane around while still introducing somebody like Carly and building them up. But I I think the mistake came from chucking, especially somebody like Mary Jane that has been so well-developed and has been almost a co-star for so long, and we're left with these two that they could have built over 36 issues, but we've seen them in maybe two stories, so... Yeah,
1: well, I mean, I think, I think you're, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to be Nostradamus for a second here.
2: <laughs> and I'm going
1: to make a prediction that I think after we get our, all the uh, answers with the uh, February, March's uh, characters, ass- and starting in January's character assassination uh, book, I think we're going to start seeing a little bit more focus on the uh, supporting characters. Because I, 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 I will not neither confirm nor deny that there may or may not be a book coming out this next month that, uh, may have a little bit more supporting character that may or may not be a new supporting character or an old supporting character. Hmm. I know that's very, I'm, I'm being very cryptic, but that's because I was channeling my own Nostradamus for a second. <laughs> well, I
2: mean, what about what about this uh, – I don't even remember her name, the, the girl reporter from the oh, Hammerhead arc he was supposed to go on a date with or something, and we haven't seen her anymore.
0: I liked her, uh, but just, I can't remember her name either.
2: Yeah, yeah, I liked so he, her, but they just keep introducing people and doing nothing with them. What's the point? Vin looked like yeah. he was going to be a big character for about two, three months. Mm-hmm. You know, he had some good stuff in the Craven's first hunt arc, and now we see him once in a while, looking like he's just Carly's stalker.
0: Yeah, and he I really comes the abusive it. roommate that says, "Give me
2: my money, Parker." Give <laughs> <laughs> me
1: my money, or you're gonna get it. <laughs>
0: Okay, gang, that's five, count of five shows for January, and I'm exhausted. This is the most podcast I've ever put out in one month, so I hope you enjoyed them all. Before we go, I want to give a thanks to MailOrderComics.com for sponsoring the show in 2009. They have spectacular discounts off the cover price of trade paperbacks and new comics. An example this month is the Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane Hardcover, Volume 1, the cover price is 20 bucks. Mail order has it for $12.39. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Gang, thanks for listening and visiting the SpidermanCrawlSpace.com. I'm your host and webmaster, Brad Douglas, and we'll see you guys in February.